0: Today on Points for Trying, we're looking at two car-related inventions.
1: You might say they were reinventing the wheel. Hey everyone, welcome back to Points for Trying. I'm Brandon.
0: And I'm Jessica.
1: And together, we celebrate ideas and inventions that weren't successful, but are still worth remembering. First up today is based on a simple premise. Why have one steering wheel when you could have two? Driver's Ed taught us to keep our hands at ten and two when driving. But let's be honest, does anybody actually do that? Well, if this invention caught on, you wouldn't have to. In 1965, engineers at Ford experimented with a replacement for the steering wheel. They called it the wrist twist, and it was made up of two 5 inch rings attached to the steering column. They were spaced about shoulder width apart and included armrests to keep the driver's hands in a more natural position. The rings were mechanically locked together so that turning one ring turned both of them, making one handed driving a breeze. Each one even had a little thumb hole that you could spin around quickly when parallel parking. No more palming the wheels when you're using one of these bad boys. <laughs> Again, this being from the 60s. Uh, It has a very 1960s era promo video that came with it. So I wanted to get your opinion on one of the lines from the promo video where it says, Most women will agree that parking is the most taxing part of driving, but not with the wrist twist.
0: I can't speak for most women, but I will say that I grew up in the countryside and I took a 45 minute driver's exam so that I did not have to parallel park. So In in Pennsylvania, when I was growing up, you had an option that if you took the driver's ed driving test, you didn't have to parallel park because they thought you already passed that portion of it in the classroom, and so you're good.
1: (laughs) Nice. I'll be honest. I'm not a woman, and I still agree with this. I hate parallel parking. (laughs) I drive a tiny hatchback with a backup camera, and I'm still bad at parking. So, you know, maybe this is uh, more universal than Ford assumed it would be. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, I don't really know how this would make parking easier specifically, but... Anyway,
0: I think my internal my internal feminist was screaming a little bit when they were saying, "and we'll have someone test drive it who's like the least competent person." I was like, "Oh my goodness!" The least technical. The least technical. Yeah.
1: With a driver who promises to be about as non-technical as they come.
0: That was definitely sixties. Holy moly! But I do agree with the idea of having more visibility to the panels.
1: Yeah, I really like this one. This looks pretty dope. You kind of got your hands as far apart as they would be in an office chair. You've got like the two armrests, and you just got these two wheels that are like the size of your hand. This one would be really fun. I, I wish I had this in my car.
0: While I was watching that video, I was thinking about some aspects that would not work today, right? So even if it had taken off, Why it wouldn't work in 2021. Many people, many more people have office jobs where they're sitting at a desk and they're doing things on a computer. And so you're seeing more issues with carpal tunnel. Then you also have repetitive injuries from, they call them, I think they call them like texting thumbs.
1: (laughs) Oh God. Right?
0: So because you're seeing these repetitive movements injuring people over long term, And I don't know that the carpal tunnel would work with how that moves, because that would hurt my hands, and I just have tennis elbow. Also, this could be better with modern airbags. Oh, yeah. But it might also create more injury, because if you have your thumb stuck in these things, and now an airbag goes off, does that injure you more or less than having a normal steering wheel?
1: Uh, Maybe they could like have some sort of like quick release thumb ring. So like if you tug on it too fast, the rings pop off and like they're still attached to your thumb, but your thumb can kind of like break away from the steering wheel. Kind of like revolving doors where if you push on them hard enough, they'll just fold up so nobody can get stuck in them.
0: I didn't know that.
1: That's a fire safety thing where because uh, there, there have been a few times when there was a fire in a building with revolving doors and people were you know, pushing on them from both sides and got stuck and people died that way. So nowadays, if you push hard enough on revolving doors, they will just fold up and let people go through. So if you're ever in a building with one and you want to break it, just push on it really, really hard.
0: And ladies and gentlemen, that is why we listen to this podcast so that you can learn very valuable safety tips.
1: This did actually have some safety features in it uh, because steering wheels were enormous at the time to give you leverage and this you wouldn't. It had uh, an electric motor in it to assist the power steering and to keep going if the power steering failed because power steering was kind of new at the time.
0: Have you ever been in a car that loses power steering?
1: Yes, I had a job delivering pizza in high school with a car that not only had no power steering at all, but the ignition didn't work, so I had to hotwire it every time I turned it on. (laughs) And the sunroof leaked, so every time it rained, I would drive to somebody's house soaking wet, give them their pizza, and then go back to my car, open up the hood touch two wires together and then drive off
0: (laughs) i too was a pizza delivery person my car wasn't in that bad of shape but ladies and gentlemen this is why you tip your delivery people because (laughs) yes they're hot wiring their car just to bring you your pizza so you don't have to put pants on
1: yes and tip them cash so that uber eats doesn't steal it Mm. yeah we, we were earlier talking about how everything is space in the 60s. This was the 60s. Literally everything was space. And one of the test drivers uh, for Popular Mechanics actually said he felt like an astronaut when he was driving it for the first time.
0: That might be the closest I'll ever get to the stars.
1: <laughs> if we ever do merch, I think our first sweatshirt is just going to be everything is space.
0: <laughs> oh, with a little rocket going across the top. Right? Everything is space.
1: This is a wacky idea, but I 100% want this in my car. This would be perfect for road trips. You're in a much nicer, more ergonomic position. One improvement I could think of, and it's the only improvement, is if the spacing in between the wheels and the height of the wheels was adjustable. It would give, you know, more ergonomics to it because people could kind of just set the wheels to be where, where, where their arms naturally rest.
0: Okay, so if you could adjust the space between the new knobby wheels on the sides so that it goes to your width, essentially, what is naturally width-wise for you. Yeah, I could see that.
1: If you have narrower shoulders, you can kind of put them closer together.
0: And if you're a football player, you know linebacker you can put them farther apart
1: I'm, I'm sure the 1960s ads would have been something like well manly men can put them far apart and those dainty women can put them close together <laughs>
0: <laughs> the non-technological women can put them closer together <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: oh good night
1: <laughs> today's episode of points for trying is brought to you by turn signals let's face it Sometimes when you're driving, you need to turn. But when there's someone behind you, that's not as easy as it sounds. Well, now there's a solution. Turn signals are a fast, easy way for you to make other drivers aware of your intentions. Simply flip a lever and the outside of your car lights up to tell you which direction you're going to turn. And the best part, there's no monthly fees, no passwords to remember, and no tricky installations. That's because turn signals are already included for free with every car. Yes, even BMWs. Turn signals, they're in your car. So maybe try using them.
0: If we're being charitable, Ford's wrist twist only made parking marginally easier. And the name was kind of awkward to say. In 1951, inventor Brooks Walker said, hold my parking pass and unveiled a device that could make parallel parking a breeze. Then he proceeded to give it an almost unpronounceable name, the Parkar. That's P-A-R-C-C-A-R.
1: Technically, in Boston, it would be called the Car
0: <laughs> The Car took advantage of the full-size spare tire that many cars of the time carried around. When it was time to park the user would drive into the spot front end in and press a button. Hydraulics would lower the spare tire until it lifted the entire rear of the car off the ground and swing it sideways into the space. The downside? A whole lot of junk in your trunk. After all, the hydraulics and gears for the system needed to go somewhere. Walker also developed a different version, which mounted the spare tire directly to the back of a Packard Cavalier. This had the trade-off of saving trunk space while adding more length to the car, making it even harder to park without the aid of the fifth wheel. But when your car is already almost 20 feet long, what's another foot and a half bolted to the rear bumper?
1: Yeah, for some context, this is the era when cars were enormous. The Packard Cavalier is over 18 feet long, which is about the same size as a modern Chevy Suburban. So this is a big car.
0: First off, you and I would have real difficult times because we both drive small hatchbacks. So we would have a real hard time with the turning radius. I would absolutely need that fifth wheel to help me get in. But it would solve the problem that we discussed about people having a hard time parallel parking.
1: Yeah, I mean, this one seems to uh, make parking pretty easy. You know, the... It is fun to watch because like this wheel just juts out from underneath the car and like lifts the back end up and like whoop swings it right around. <laughs> but it, it looks pretty effective. You kind of just, you know, you nose in then then you lift the back end of the car up and just swing it right into place. I love it.
0: I like the fact that and I didn't realize this until I saw the video, but that fifth wheel has to go farther down to be able to push the rest of the car up. So it's not even like it's, it's not parallel or or online with the axles of the rest of the wheels of the car.
1: No, it's it's basically jacking your car up, but with a wheel.
0: (laughs) That would make it so much easier to replace your tires, right? Use your fifth wheel, have it jacked up, bam, you can fix a flat.
1: Oh, yeah. That's actually a really good point. If one of your rear tires was the one that needed replacing, this basically is a jack. The one downside is your spare tire is the thing that's holding the car up. (laughs) So how are you going to replace it?
0: I hadn't thought of that. Also, it does mean that it's going to move easier in a circle if you're pushing on it to try to get that tire off. It's just going to push away from you because you're using a tire to hold it up.
1: Which also means this thing would be amazing for doing
0: donuts.
1: (laughs) You could just go in a parking lot and like spin it right around.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Fun fact. All right. When I moved back up north from the south, because I had lived in Tennessee for a couple years, I got a new car and it had all-wheel drive. And that was the first time I'd ever had all-wheel drive. So the first time that we had the crappy Pennsylvania winters again, and it was slushy and icy underneath a nice powder of snow that looks pretty and it's danger underneath i went to an empty parking lot and i did donuts until i made myself nauseated (laughs) and my all-wheel drive is so on point i got sick before i actually spun out so i couldn't practice catching myself
1: wait was this was this practice for losing control on a road
0: yeah yeah oh okay I mean, it had the added benefit of being way fun, (laughs) but the intent was to practice in case I lost control on the road, and I figured I made myself sick. My car's all-wheel drive is pretty good. I'm probably not going to lose control on the road.
1: Well, that is that preparedness coming to work. (laughs) (laughs) There's snow. I better do a bunch of donuts just in case.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just for funsies.
1: I live closer to the coast now. I better drown myself in my bathtub.
0: <laughs> Just to see if I can practice floating.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. I would like to point out that this is a car-related invention made by someone named Walker.
0: <laughs> I hadn't even thought of that. He needs to invent sneakers.
1: <laughs> when thinking of um, potential improvements, I kind of, I kind of got a few ideas. Mm-hmm. One is if you had one on the back of the car, like Mr. Walker envisioned, but you also had one on the front of the car, you could just drive up to a space and then use the the back one and then the front one and like the car could kind of crab walk.
0: It would just slide right in and slide right out.
1: (laughs) Right? You'd need four wheels if you wanted it to just move sideways. Uh, But if you had two, you could like lift the back of the car up, inch it a little then lift the front of the car up, inch it a little again, and it would just kind of like crab walk through.
0: (laughs) Added benefit, if everyone has one in the front of their car, one in the back, and everyone has it, and it's not covered by a piece of metal, you've got a rubber on the front, one on the back. Again, it's safe. Everybody will just bump (laughs) rubbers. Oh, it'll be bumper cars. (laughs) Yay. Do you know how much less dangerous accidents would be.
1: So what we're really saying is the safest way to do this is put a rubber on the front and a rubber in the back. (laughs) And then you're just bumping rubbers. (laughs) The only other way I thought to spice up this invention is just fucking make cars shorter. Why were they 18 feet long to begin with?
0: I'm going to guess that they were so long because everybody was very, very used to having a lot of leg room. They can... (laughs) They have taken away our legroom, both in our cars and airplanes. They've taken all of our (laughs) legroom. And maybe on trains too, I don't know. I'm not aware of what the legroom used to be.
1: Is this the cause you've taken up for for 2021?
0: Give me legroom or give me death. Oh boy. (laughs) All right, it's that time again. Does it get points for trying? Let's start with the first one.
1: Well, the uh, wrist twist, it gets minus one point for not being in my car because I want it in my car. But to offset that, it gets two points for looking cool. And we didn't talk about this before, but I think it gets a point because this idea has in a way been proven to work. A lot of construction equipment actually is controlled this way, where there's you know, a seat with two armrests and usually a joystick of some kind, on the end of the armrest. So like, you know, a bobcat or a, a front-end loader or a backhoe or something, you know, the person inside can kind of control it with their arms on the armrests.
0: You also see that idea of having, and I, I guess it would be, be more like the thumb hole, right? So you see that idea with the old school knobs that you would put on a bus steering wheels or a truck steering wheel, right? So they would just hold onto this like doorknob looking thing and spin it around real fast.
1: Oh, I love those knobs. <laughs> yeah, I thought about getting one for my car, but somebody told me they were illegal.
0: Yeah, I think they are for cars.
1: Okay, so we just looked it up and they're called Brody knobs. And cops, if you're watching this... I never put one in my car, but if you're not a cop, I am so gonna buy one of these.
0: <laughs> okay, so is that one or two points for it being something that kind of actually happens today? I think that's one point. Okay. So right off the bat, negative two for that ridiculous Women Can't Drive campaign. Fair. Um,
1: It started out minus two. Is it gonna earn its points back?
0: It will. <laughs> I will give it, Plus two for being functional and practical. Mm. is it practical? Hmm. I think so. yeah, i think I think it definitely solves a problem that nobody had, which is there's a wheel.
1: <laughs> I mean, wheels back then were fucking enormous, though. Like they did kind of block your view and yes, you
0: know. and you didn't have adjustable seats. So if you were shorter anyway, you couldn't bring the wheel down and adjust your seat up and then be able to see over the dashboard. So having this out of your way gives you one less thing to have to see over top of. And you can see all of your panels. So I would say all of that together, I'm giving it a plus three. So as a whole for, for Jessica, the negative two, but the plus three, that's plus that's plus one. So all altogether, we're looking at plus four here. It's a pretty, pretty decent idea. All right. Fifth
1: wheel car. Go. I think it gets a point for uh, the creative use of the spare tire, uh, especially a full-size spare that cars were often carrying around anyway in that era. And I think it gets one point for making donuts easier. (laughs) (laughs) And if this ever made production, teenagers 100% would have taken it to parking lots and just spun it around until they made themselves puke. And I think that's a fun thing to think about.
0: Can confirm. Absolutely. I say for me, I would give it one point for being functional. Actually, two points because that's a really good functionality. And in cities, that would be very, very helpful. But negative one for actually putting it into practice because in order to add it to the back of the car, you were adding space length onto something that was already very big. Or if you were putting it into the trunk, you were going to take up the space of the trunk. So actually using it made it more difficult to use the rest of the features of the car's trunk, which is carrying your groceries.
1: Yeah, you had a lot of trunk space, but you don't want to lose trunk space just to parallel park. I was going to say that uh, a plus for this invention is that it didn't insinuate that women can't drive, but it might have, and I just didn't see it.
0: So we'll give it 0. 0.5. So in total, the wrist twist gets plus four, and the fifth wheel par car gets plus 3.5. Very, very close race this time, and the wrist twist just eeks out the
1: wind. But it's worth noting they only get to keep these points for the next 10 or so years until cars drive themselves and none of this will matter.
0: Yay! (laughs) So that's all for today. Thanks for listening. And as always, if at first you don't succeed, tell us about it.